It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good truth or fiction Tuesday to you all. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. We have a jam-packed show, so let's just get right on in to the critical thinking. How are you on this fine NIT Tuesday, Pat? Um, it's just I, Tuesday. Right. I, I, I'm even struggling to care about the NIT and my Badgers are in it. Uh, well, so. my, my Buckeyes were contemplating not playing in it. Yeah, well, they didn't even qualify for it because they didn't have above 500 record. Uh, well. They wouldn't have even gotten to 500 had they won the, the Big the, Ten Championship. I just saw something yesterday where they they were saying something along the lines of, it may not be best for the Buckeyes to play in the NIT, and I'm like, that's weird. Why? More That's basketball weird. for a very young basketball team? Yeah, right. Sure. Let's not let's yeah. not do that. Anyway, yeah. right. that notwithstanding, anyway. it is a truth or fiction Tuesday. We have quite a bit to get into. We're going to be talking about I have a feeling some foreign policy, some theology, and Donald Trump is going to make an appearance not once but twice, Pat. Because you have no really? idea what my truth or fictions are. I, I have no. hidden them from your view. Well, okay. So let's start with your first truth or fiction, shall we? Uh huh. And your first truth or fiction is Pat. Uh, truth or fiction: uh, Vivek Ramaswamy will go further in the primary than Nikki Haley. Vivek Ramaswamy will go further than Nikki Haley in the GOP primary. Yeah, I think that's truth. And here's the reason behind it. He is a thought candidate, right? He is a guy who is not, he is unafraid to say what he thinks and to put forth some leadership, idea leadership. And that is an attractive thing in a primary. Nikki Haley is just another name, another face. There's nothing to her candidacy that would put her in the other than the fact that she is a female 
right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing to her candidacy that could spark an interest for those who are not interested in the, you know, the um, measuring contest between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump, right? If you're looking for something that is not America first, this is your candidate. Um, And he is much more of a libertarian leaning candidate as well. So there's going to be that part of the GOP that is going to lean his direction. Um, And I think he carves out a a niche that will get him to at least the first few primaries and we'll see what happens from there. and at least will star him on the debate stage. He will have moments on the debate stage that will matter. And if he begins to drive conversation, right? If he begins to be the one that stands above the fray in the measuring contest, he can go much further than Nikki Haley can. And he can go much further than a Mike Pence can. Um, and we'll, on Thursday dive into something that happened last night. Um, And Tucker Carlson asked some important questions when it came to Russia and war that I think is going to matter when it comes to the GOP uh, primary and, and the known candidates all answered. And I think they're very telling answers. So we're going to dive into that on Thursday. So I'm going to leave it alone. And I'm just going to say this. When you look at the candidacy of Nikki Haley, tell me what she stands for. When you look at the candidacy of Vivek Ramaswamy, what has he done? What does he stand for? What are the policies? What are the things that he is talking about? We, we featured him on the show yesterday, Pat, as somebody who was thinking about the banking crisis in a very different way than most of the GOP. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very, very interesting. In one side note, Pat, um, by the way, to yesterday's discussion on uh, Silicon Valley Bank and bailouts, um, when I dived into the research, the FDIC, right, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, um, last I checked, they had about half of the money that would be necessary to cover all the deposits in Silicon Valley Bank. Mm-hmm. So for those who say that, that, well, everybody is going to be made whole, how? From the FDIC, how? There's that, you know, the other thing that we had talked about yesterday, there's a, a as an additional backstop, but that is coming from the Treasury, the Fed, that is coming from the taxpayer one way or another, roundabout or direct, it is coming from the taxpayer. So I just wanted to be clear on, on that talk, but Vivek Ramaswamy um, is somebody who got in front of all of this and can talk from a, a perspective that isn't an outsider, right? He is an insider when it comes to finance in, in so much as he is somebody who has led hedge funds and understands um, how the game is played and wants to play it differently, by the way. Um, that has been very clear over the last three to four years of his life and how he has used his position in finance. So it's not one of your globalist, you know, finance cuck guys that everybody wants to talk about in the uh, in the MAGA forever field. So I, I really I am intrigued by his candidacy more than anybody else that is not Ron DeSantis right now. 
before I answer, I just want to be clear. Uh, Andrew, this is the first time that Andrew and I have ever really talked about Vivek Ramaswamy like this. I, I had no idea what his thoughts and feelings were on Vivek per se. Um, I don't know that he knows what my thoughts and feelings are on Vivek. Um, but I'm also saying truth on this. Um, not necessarily just for all the reasons that Andrew just said. Um, but I've had a chance to listen to some of his interviews. And you're right. He is. He does have some libertarian leanings. And he, he's he's got some good talking points that that are very attractive to um, conservatives as well that that people are going to pay attention to. I think the other obvious thing here of why he's going to do better than Nikki Haley is that he's got the money to do it. Um, <laughs> That's so, true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, about money. Yeah. Yeah. He, like like he I guarantee you, like like he could probably finance his whole his own campaign himself. Right. Um, rather than just solely relying on donations and things like that, like like your typical candidates do. So, um, and he's a breath of fresh air. And I think that's going to be very attractive. I mean, Nikki Haley represents the old guard of the GOP. Um, I, I think people are generally sick of that old guard of the GOP. I mean, of course, she's going to get, you know, some attention and things like that. I, I, But I question if she even makes it to Iowa at this point. Yeah, yeah, um, I think I think I think you might have only 3 or 4 people make it to Iowa in a realistic mm. situation and I yeah. think those 3 people are probably Trump, DeSantis and Vivek. Right. Um and, and the reason I say Vivek is because for again to the people who are sick and tired of the the pissing contest or the measuring contest how, whatever euphemism you want to use. Um, right. You know, wh- whoever's sick of it, this is your candidate. This is somebody you can coalesce yeah. around. And yeah. I'm not saying well, that I, that will necessarily happen. I can see that this is somebody that people will gravitate to. He has a gravitational pull to him. And, yeah. and to your point on Nikki Haley, my question with Nikki Haley is, what is her thing? What is her right. dick? What is the thing that somebody I, can glob onto? I can't even answer that right now. I don't think anybody can answer that right now. I think the other thing too is that that Vivek is going to be this like dark horse within the GOP primary. I think he is going to blow some things up um, if if he plays his cards right, of course. Um, and I mean, I think your, your your power players are still DeSantis and Trump by far. Mm-hmm. Um, and and as far as the pissing contest goes, I mean, DeSantis hasn't even really done anything in terms of that pissing contest. Um. Yeah. Whereas Trump has. I mean, there's been a few things here and there, but it really hasn't been the, you know, name calling from no, DeSantis. No. I think, you know, well, he, he, he's stayed above. The he's, focused on, he's focused on his legislative session, which, again, I'll say this. I've said this a million times. That's what he should be doing. Um, Absolutely. So he, he's supposed to be the governor of Florida, be the governor of Florida right now. But yeah, if, if you aren't paying attention, find Vivek on Twitter. He is a prolific uh, tweeter and he says it like he thinks it and and it's and it's not I'm a very stream open. of consciousness that like like trump's um truth social thingies are right it it is a well thought he is a well thought out individual but he speaks mm. pretty plainly um he is not somebody who gets into the weeds he is not a technocrat he you know um, that type of an individual, and and you'll see the the dichotomy between him and some other people when it comes to the answers that came out to the survey that um, Tucker Carlson put out yesterday. And and again, we're going to talk a 
excuse me, we're going to talk on that probably both Wednesday and Thursday, actually, here on the program, because it's a very detailed um, Twitter thread. And I think it's an important Twitter thread so that you can understand who you might want to coalesce and get behind and who you might want to throw to the side. So with that all being said, Pat, let's go ahead and move on. Unless you have something else to add, I was going to say just just really quick. I, I just want to make sure this is clear too. This is not an endorsement. Um, no, for me or either of us on Vivek. I'm not saying I'm going to vote for the guy. I am, however, saying he's someone I'm going to be paying very close attention to. And I, I'm that's what I'm saying to you as well. Is the audience is that this is someone that you should also be paying very close attention to. Yeah, this is somebody who um, is intriguing. Mm. That that's the whole point. Let let's right. right. You know, we also thought, and and this is the only hesitation I have, right? We also thought Evan McMullen was an intriguing. Uh, that's true. That come true. That's why I'm saying, right? like, right. That's why I'm saying, like, this is a guy we're paying attention to. Yep, vet him. Pay attention. Yeah. Um, put him through his paces. You know, find his real bona fides, if you will. Now, I will say this. Uh, you know, I I don't see the globalist uh, ties like I did with Evan McMullen, right? I don't see the CIA, you know, the, the Mike Pence type ties that, that we've seen in the past. All right. With that all being said, um, here's my truth or fiction. And again, you haven't seen these yet. So uh, my first truth or fiction is that Biden will bring us to war with Russia to hide his CCP links, his Chinese Communist Party links. Truth or fiction? That's a good one. Um, well, given given the fact that uh, it was, I was, I believe it was a house. I can't remember which member of the house says that they have documents that that do link the Biden family to the CCP, um, mm-hmm. and they have they have proof of that. Given given the state of affairs of where we are. I don't know that it'll be all out war, but it'll be damn close, if not all out war. Um, will he start sending troops at some point? I think so. I I, I do. I it, there, there has to be some kind of crisis, whether it's this or something else. And I don't think they can use COVID at this point to cover it up. Um, otherwise, they would probably use that. This is probably the, the best thing that they could do if they were going to cover it up is to, to draw attention to something else. So I, I'm going to say truth on this ultimately. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. This is one of those things. I hope it's fiction. Um, but I I could totally see them doing this just to just to cover up their corruption. Yeah. And one of the least talked about stories over the last 24 hours is this story, Pat, the story that uh, James Comer, um, the House Oversight Committee chairman, uh, Republican uh, from know. Kentucky, um, he let, um, I think it was Maria Bartiromo on Fox News on Sunday, know um, that four different individuals with close business ties to the Biden family are now working with the committee. And those four individuals have turned over bank records that show a clear link between the Biden family and the Chinese Communist Party. Party, not just businesses, okay, not just businesses who then have a link to the Chinese Communist Party, because what do we know about China? Every business has a link to the Chinese Communist Party. Right, right. 
And, and if you know anything of how these all are set up, right, these businesses are set up as private entities, quote unquote, with the mm. exception of they, they're only private entities to the outside world. Inside, right, to the in. So if you wanted to invest in a company f that's in China, right, you have a you have a vehicle to do that, right? You can invest in that business. But ultimately, what you're really investing in on the backside is the Chinese Communist Party because they wholly own these businesses, okay? And so there, there's a lot of stuff that you need to know about how they've structured their capitalism, if you will, right, within the, the communist structure. It's not really capitalism. It is outward-facing capitalism, inward communism. Um, that having been said, when now that we know this information, Pat, what to your point, create a distraction, right? How do you create right. a distraction? So, great way to do that is what to go to war. How many times have we I mean, seen we're, this? we're already we're already knocking on that door, right? We're already like you know we're banging on that door and and we've got the battering ram at the ready, right? But if if you are Biden and you want to make a case, quote unquote, that you are not tied to the Chinese Communist Party, what better way than to attack the country that China is propping up? Because for all the things that we do know about the, the ruble, right, all the things that we do know about Russian um, oil prices and, and things that we have talked about in the past where their economy got stronger at the beginning of this conflict. Now, it has weakened over time, right? To the point that China is really propping up their economy, okay? It is a kind of a one-man band, if you will, in terms of the strength of the ruble and the strength of the, the Russian economy. And it's China doing it. So if you're Biden, right, the greatest see, I'm not a puppet of China moment is what? To attack the thing that is the 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 puppet of China, right? Which is Russia right now. Right. So if you attack Russia and go all out on that, am I really uh uh you know in the pocket of the Chinese Communist Party? See, 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 right? That that's the move that he can make, but he can also blunt the the very real problem that exists, that it's not just that some people in and around Joe Biden, it is that Joe Biden directly has been influenced by and taken money from the Chinese Communist Party. This is the, this is the very real scandal that we have known about since Tony Bobulinski, right? Which, by right. the way, to this day, still doesn't exist on CNN. And I will continue every time to take a look. And then until CNN puts Tony Bobulinski on their search, right, there is one article or one video or one anything that showcases Tony Bobulinski. You can't take them seriously on this matter in any way, shape, or form. Now, I would suggest you can't take CNN seriously for anything, but at least other places have talked about him. And so I look at this as the ultimate distraction, right, on one hand, and the ultimate, see, I don't know what the, the GOP is talking about on the other hand, right? Why would I do this if I was in the pocket of China?
So question here. Yep. When are we going to uh, start uh, the impeachment process for Joe Biden then? Yeah, that's a very real question. I think you have to you have to tread lightly in 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 a political sense if you are the GOP. You you have to have the goods, right? And it seems like they have some of the goods, right? So mm-hmm. we've got the bank accounts. So let's do the forensics, right? Let's let's get that that case together. As long as we have that, you go for it. And I think what you have to do is you have to use this over the summer. And here's why. Because once you get to the, or you wait until we can get to the debate uh, season, right? So maybe September, October. But the further you go into 2023, you run the risk of going into 2024. And what happens in 2024? It's an election year. You cannot do this in an election year, right? Now, could you... Build and build and build and build and build and never impeach him and just make him such a weak candidate that he either resigns and pushes himself out of the race, right? Mm -hmm. So there's really three prongs here. You could impeach him. You could build the case publicly and make him such a weak candidate that he has to either resign his office, number one. Or number two, he does not run in 2024. All three of them are very viable options right now. The first option becomes less and less viable the further and further into 2023 that we get. Because you have to be able to make the case. You have to then prosecute the case. And then you got to go over to the Senate side, right? And prosecute the case. So you have control in the House. Do you have enough with Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin and a few others on the very fringe of the Democratic Party to be able to get an impeachment? Do, well, we, I mean, or do you go through the proceedings and hope you have so damaged him politically that he ends up resigning? Right. I, the House, I have because, I mean, the, the GOP only has a slight majority in the House right now. And, and, and then, the, the unification of that behind mm. this would be universal. I, I don't see anybody who says, yeah, no, we're not doing that. If yeah. I, yeah. I mean, and then, and then you get, you get uh, Joe Manchin and uh, Kirsten Cinema in the Senate. Um, I, I do worry about some GOP senators. <laughs> well, of course. You know? and, 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 and I'm not, I'm not suggesting that there's going to be impeachment and conviction. Right. So here's what I would do. If I were in this scenario, given what we know from House Oversight, given what we know from Hunter Biden's laptop, right, and Tony Bobolinsky and other people, you continue to prosecute this case in the public sphere. You continue to drip, drip, drip this story over, over the spring, and you crescendo this story, right? You build layer upon layer upon layer, and you stack it until there's something that either, until you get to that top of the mountain, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't have to go through the impeachment process to do this. No. Right? This is this is a political prosecution. But more importantly, if you can make the case that he directly profited off of the Chinese Communist Party, either while in office or out of office, by the way, because if he did it while he was the vice president of the United States of America, 
That is a wholly treasonous offense. That is treason, by the way. So that's a different story. Now, if it happened when he was a private citizen, you can make the, the prosecutorial case that he is, and this is why we see China being able to prop Russia up, and this is why we see China's provocation in Taiwan, right? And why we see Biden capitulating and Biden doing this and that, right? You, you either weaken him as a candidate or you force him out of office. And I think the ultimate way to do that is to start impeachment and bring it as big as a public sphere to, to the point that the mainstream media cannot avoid this. Now, we also know what the mainstream media is going to do. This is just retribution for Donald Trump, and this isn't da-da-da-da-da-da. Here's the difference. You have built the case brick by brick by brick by brick, and it is irrefutable based off of the evidence. This isn't a he said, he, you know, see, she said this, that, like they did with the prosecution of Donald Trump, right? It was basically hearsay evidence that got him to where he was, right? This time you're bringing physical forensic evidence, you're bringing bank statements, you're bringing real testimony, you know, all that sort of stuff. And you, you make as big of a public spectacle as you possibly can. And you watch what his reaction is to that. Does he fight it? And if he does, then you go all the way. If he doesn't fight it, he is pushing himself out. And maybe he says to the Republican Party, okay, then I, I will. How about this? Let's not go down that route. And I will publicly state I will not run for president in 2024. Either way, you get what you want out of that deal. Because he is politically wounded. He is a wounded animal that very few people who were on the fence in 2020 are going to go that direction. Now, now here's the, here's the million dollar question. Does the GOP have the cojones and the where and the wherewithal? Yes. All to uh, we're already seeing it. See this through. Yeah, we're already seeing it because they've been given the mechanisms to do it based off of the new House rules, right? We're already seeing some right. of these House rules benefit the the minority of the GOP in a way that is very good for the American people. Right. The single bills, the, you know, all of the things that we're seeing in front of us. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes. But I think this is a very important um, situation. And just so you know, um, James Comer stated the following, by the way, so that everybody is clear on this. We actually have bank records in hand. We have individuals who are working with our committee four individuals who had ties in with the Biden family on their various schemes around the world. So now we have in hand documents that show just exactly how the Biden family was getting money from the Chinese Communist Party. And I will tell you, it's as bad as we thought. That's not good. That is not good for America. OK, that is not good for this country. Because it's not just about Joe Biden. It's about the ability to twist his brother, his sister. The allegations are that his brother and his sister and um, and Hunter were all tied in, right? So if you can twist the knife on, on those three individuals, what is Joe Biden? You're holding his family hostage, if you will. You have the very real ability to do that. 
The entire family is compromised at that point. That's a big deal. That's a very big deal. Also goes to show you how corrupt and how morally bankrupt that family is. We already knew that if you've been paying attention. Because why? Because Joe Biden is a pathological liar, number one. And look at Hunter, right? That's all you need to know. All right. So let's go ahead and move on here. Um, Let's go ahead and play a little bit of the B or not the B if you're ready. Let's do it. All right. All right. So today's headline, Jen Psaki says, you can tell the banking failure is a big thing because Biden does nothing at 9 a.m. Jen Psaki says you can tell the banking failure is a big thing because Biden does nothing at 9 a.m. And while you are thinking about whether that is the B or not the B, folks, do not forget, you can go over to our friends at coffeebrandcoffee.com. Again, that's coffeebrandcoffee.com, the official coffee of this show. And enter the promo code Critical Thinking at checkout for 5% off of your purchase. They've got all sorts of wonderful goodness. If you like your coffee regular or you like your K-cups, right? You can get your Keurig cups. Um, You can get hot cocoa, tea, lots of really cool stuff from a brand that focuses on their product and not their politics. So head over to coffeebrandcoffee.com today. Support a really great business from the state of Utah, by the way. Um, in in an expanding business. So go ahead and check them out. Uh, Really great coffee. I absolutely love uh, what they're bringing to the table. Again, coffeebrandcoffee.com. Enter the promo code CRITICALTHINKING for 5% off of your purchase today. And by the way, that's better than most uh, places that um, others might advertise that you might be listening to or watching. Um, And by the way, thank you to each and every single one of you that have downloaded, rated, reviewed, subscribed, all of that wonderful goodness, given us a thumbs up over on the Rumble page, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. We continue to grow there uh, by leaps and bounds and and forever grateful for that. Um, But with that being said, Pat, do you need the headline one more time? No, I don't, because I saw this yesterday Um, and and I actually saw the, the actual clip. Of, gotcha. of Jen Psaki saying this. So this is not the B. Yes, this is not the B. And I thought it was a hilarious truth from Jen Psaki. She would know. Like of all people, she would know Joe Biden's sleeping habits, right? Well, yeah, it's it's early morning nap time around that time. <laughs> yeah. Saki, President Biden does nothing at 9 a.m. The fact that he... Uh, Gives gives a speech about the bank failure at 9 a.m. Speaks to how vital the White House recognizes it is. Um, yep. I mean, that's not far from the truth. I mean, he he is of the retirement age, right? So bravo yeah, yeah. for doing nothing before 9 a.m. I I I I applaud you for that. Pat would dream of doing nothing before 9 a.m. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm not even retirement age. I'm just not a morning person. Exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we got $100 of Dominic Izzo's totally legit mainstream marketing NLM, MLM money. Totally legit. Yet we haven't seen a dime of it. Weird. It's almost like it's a Ponzi scheme. You think? Huh. Now, with that all being said, Pat, uh, 
Let's go with your second truth or fiction here. And your second truth or fiction is... Truth or fiction. While Trump has given some great speeches as of late, his words mean little to nothing. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to see your truth or fiction, and I'm going to raise you my truth or fiction. My truth or fiction is Trump's God complex should disqualify him from Christian support. I think I see where you're going with this. Because um, I'm before you say anything. I'm going to play this for you. Okay. In 2016, I declared, I am your voice. Today, I add, I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. Not going to let this happen. Not going to let it happen. That that, that was an amazing speech, by the way, to to, to his credit. Okay. Was it? However, I I enjoyed it. But here's, here's the thing. Is it true? Or is it just words? To mm. me, it was just words. Mm. It was it was somebody that in his staff that is a great speech writer that, that put that speech in front of him. Now, does Trump maybe believe some of that? Sure, I, 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 I could buy that. However, this is the same guy that still surrendered his presidency to Fauci and Burks. This is the same guy who has in many ways, made a complete jerk of himself since losing the election. Mm. Um, Now, was it stolen from him? We've both said it. Yes, it was. Just not in the way that most people think that it was. Yes. These are words. I mean, if you stop and think about what, what policies that are truly positive policies from, from his administration that are still in effect today, they're still lasting. Title 42. Okay. The tax cuts. Are, are those still still in mm-hmm. effect? Are, are, are they, are they're they attempting going to, to be... roll them back. Right. They're attempting to. It doesn't mean that they will. True. On the left, at least, they're attempting it. But, but is there more positive or negative things from his presidency that... Uh, in terms of policy? Well, that's a good question. I think it's a mixed bag. Um, sure. and, and I think we tend to look at it through COVID colored glasses. And and rightfully so, um, because it, there's nothing bigger that happened during his presidency than, right. than right. how the government handled this. Because let's be clear on this. The states took their cue from the federal government, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, they largely did. Right. His so, federal government, by the way. To be very mm-hmm. clear on that. Yep. And so there's a lot that he could have done differently. And I think he would admit that in some respects, but he has yet to, where's the apology? Where's the, the humility, the humbleness, right? But right. Still waiting for that. I think you've missed something here, Pat. Okay. Did you hear the words? And they're important. This is why words actually matter with Donald Trump. I'm your warrior. 
I'm your retribution. I'm your voice. I, I, I. No. God is our warrior. God is our retribution. God is our voice. Thank you. Donald Trump believes that he is God. Those words right there, that's who he is. He believes that only he can deliver, deliver us from the spirit of the age, deliver us from the evils of socialism, deliver us. No. God may use you as a vessel to potentially help deliver us from the evils of, of socialism and communism, however you want to put it. But you ain't it. He goes on to talk about how he'll do the deep state, how he'll do this and that, and da 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 da. Well, then there's those the are all CRT words. Thing that he, he. It's all it's all words. Why? Why? He, my other question is, why did he do it in the first time he was president? I mean, he did attempt to take on the deep state. Let's be real about that. He did. Well, yeah, sure. I'm not. I mean, look at what did, he did with the VA and attempting to end around the apparatus in the the red tape and all that sort of stuff. He did do that. But when I hear him speak those words, and there's a reason why I played that clip. When I hear him speak those words, Pat, I hear blasphemy. I hear a man who has such a large ego that he thinks he is above God and only he can deliver these things for this crowd. I mean, it's a great point. If if a preacher were to get up onto the pulpit and tell you, I am your retribution, I am this, I, 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 he'd be laughed off that pulpit, and rightfully so. I would get up and walk out, right? If a priest came up there and said those words, would he or would he not be uttering pure blasphemy? Yes, yes, he would yeah. be. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. If your one of your bishops, right, got up and and said that in front of your your um, uh, what what do they call them? General counsel? Is it? Uh, uh, you talking about like our church itself, like like where I? No, 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 no. The 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 big like quarterly. Oh 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 oh! It's so it's general conference. General conference. That's what I mean. Yeah. Right. It got up and said, "I will be your retribution. I will be your warrior. I will." No, no, you won't. There's only one warrior for us, and that is Christ. There's only one warrior for the believer, right? And that is God, right? Not warrior, but God is God will deliver retribution. We know this if you pay attention to anything in the Bible, any part of it, the Old Testament, the New Testament, whatever. The lesson is God will deliver that retribution. God will smite those who deserve to be smited. So how as a Christian, as a practicing Christian, can you get behind that? You can't. I can't. Without ignoring your own 
beliefs without saying my beliefs don't matter. I am so far into the cult of personality, right? I'm so far given to the spirit of the age that I'm willing to give up my own beliefs, my principles, the things that I believe to my core as a evangelical Christian, right? I'm not an evangelical Christian. You're not an evangelical Christian. But what I do know about evangelical Christian beliefs is antithetical to that very statement. How is that not a the biggest red flag humanly possible? Yet, all of them will line up. Have you heard any preacher, any pastor, anybody get up on the stage over the weekend? Um, any, any talking head, any pundit, any podcast, anybody with a show talk about that? I haven't. At least not from that perspective, no. Think I'm your warrior. I'm your retribution. No, you ain't. You ain't delivering me from anything. You ain't delivering me to anything. Because it all happens in God's time and in God's name. If you wanted to get up on that stage and make the claim that you're making, the claim that you can make is that I will work for the good of God, right? I would I believe those in in the our beliefs, right? Those who believe in God will see retribution. Those that believe in God will have a warrior for them. Okay, that's different, right? The preacher is your war, the pastor, the, the priest, those are your warriors on Sundays. Those are the people that you can turn to to help guide your spirit to help put those things in perspective for you. But ultimately, it is God's control and God's will. I just... This is... this is. I, I mean, I, I agree with you in this as well. This is a God complex. I, I didn't think of it that way until you, you had said something about it, but this is why I come back to to mine where I'm like, well, th this is this is words. This is him saying something cool that everyone's going to get behind, however wrong it may be. But we, we've come to this point of we we have this cult like attitude when it comes to the office of the president anymore. Mm -hmm. And on top of that. I don't I don't want a great speech. I don't want to be won over by a great speech. I want to be won over by by actual actions. That's mm -hmm. what I want to be won over by. I, to me, you've got you've got a guy who who refuses to take any kind of accountability for all things COVID, the lockdowns, um the the jab. I mean, he, to this day he's still pushing the jab. He's still saying that it was one of the greatest things of his presidency. He he's not backing down on that. Yet, we, how many stories have we covered now where it's it brings that at the very least brings it into question? I mean, we, we've got the rise of the Fourth Reich that we've been reviewing. Mm -hmm. When is he going to grow a pair and actually give the American people like, "Hey, we screwed up. I screwed up. 
And I'm sorry. Right, because part of that retribution, if you will, part of that is repentance, right? Is part of that right. is is having the humility to admit that you are not God and he can't. He just flat out can't. That's not who he is. That's not, you know, you look at it. He has to put his name on every building. He has to do this. He has to do that, right? Mm. You can even just go as basic as that. But I wanted to end today's program on on a note because, you know, my wife and I were doing the Bible in a year. And so far, we've we've hit every day um, with the exception of one. So we did two in one day. Um, it's just because of our schedules were kind of whacked up. But this is from the Gospel of Mark. And, and this was yesterday for us. So this is Jesus talking about the temple. Okay. So this is Mark 13. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, tell us, when will these things happen? And what will the sign what will be the sign that they are all about to be fulfilled? Talking about the prophecies of, of the second coming, right? And the prophecies of the end times. Mm -hmm. Jesus said to them, watch out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name claiming I am he and will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and famines. These are the beginnings of birth pains. You must be on your guard. You, must be, you will be handed over to the local councils and flogged in the synagogues. On account of me, you will stand before governors and kings as witnesses to them, and the gospel must first be preached to all nations. Whenever you are arrested and brought to trial, do not worry beforehand about what to say. Just say whatever is given you at that time, for it is not you speaking but the Holy Spirit. Brother will betray brother to death and father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. Everyone will hate you because of me." But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you see the abomination that causes desolation standing where it does not belong, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the let no one on the housetop go down or enter the house to take anything out. Let no one in the field go back to get their cloak. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that this will not take place in winter, because those will be days of distress unequaled from the beginning, when God created the world until now, and never be equaled again. If the Lord has not cut short those days, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, whom he has chosen, he has shortened them. At this time, if anyone says to you, look, here is the Messiah, or look, there he is, do not believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. So be on your guard. I have told you everything ahead of time. What is he talking about? They're talking about the politicians. They are talking about the Romans. They are talking, he is talking about the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the, um, the people of the temple. He is talking about the Judaic hierarchy and the Romanic hierarchy, right? 
He's talking about the false prophets. He is talking about those who will come in his name but are not in his name. So I ask you to think about this as we end today's program. Is Donald Trump your retribution or is God going to bring your retribution? And if you believe that a man brings your retribution, you might be doing it wrong. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And I would like to still be asleep until 9 a.m. Some would suggest you are asleep until 9 a.m. <laughs> and with that, please be smart, be safe, be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals today. And as always, Matthew 547.